You guys, I am so excited to kick off the new year with this amazing episode. I was able to interview a pharmacist, a geriatric pharmacist. Her name is Amy Wilson. She's a certified fitness professional. She's a certified nutrition coach. And we just had, I am not joking, the most amazing conversation. We talked about transitioning through perimenopause into menopause. We talked about taking charge of your health and finding balance. We talked about why nutrition is so important. She shared with me how the ages of people going into nursing homes is getting younger and younger and she shared four things of what we can do to make sure that doesn't happen and I mean young as in 55 you guys like it was mind-blowing and something that I'm kind of most excited about that we talked and this was kind of a surprise that we got into this conversation but we talked about the weight loss drug Ozempic and all the other drugs out there and she really shared her view and I'm gonna say she was really uh, fair she talked about the positives and who this would be for but she also talked about the negatives and why we should be careful that was amazing for me because I'll be totally honest I don't know anything about these weight loss drugs I was coming in blind and that's really once I realized throughout our conversation how much I trusted her. Um, I wanted her to share her thoughts on it. You guys, you are going to love this one. I think you're going to listen to it over and over again, and you're going to definitely want to follow Amy on Instagram. So please make sure you reach out to us, tag us on your Instagram stories, tell us what you think about this. And what I'd love to know personally, is this the type of episode you really want to hear? Like, are you loving hearing about longevity? How can we be our best future self like how can we make sure we're making choices today that is going to have us the most energetic disease free living our best life 20 years down the road because that's something I am just so passionate about right now and it encompasses hormone imbalance and nutrition and all that kind of stuff but I need to know if this is something that you love. Is this something that you love to hear more about every single week? Because it's helpful for us when we're trying to find guests for the show. So sit back, grab a tea or some water and take a walk. And I think you're going to love this one. Welcome to your weekly dose of alignment with me, your host, Michelle File. Not too many years ago, I was far from feeling aligned in my life. I was stressed out, 80 pounds overweight, insecure, and happy, but really unhappy, if that makes sense. Life was happening to me instead of me creating the life I desired. In one small twist of fate, after a 20-year career as a top Aveda salon and spa owner, I completely changed the trajectory of my life. This one empowering pivot has led me to the top of my network marketing company, graduating as a nutritional therapy practitioner, and helping thousands of women make changes with their health, mindset, and finances. And this is where I get to share it all with you. I hope to bring you guests, experiences, insights, and tangible pieces of information that will help you elevate your life too. Creating a holistic approach to success is my goal. Are you ready? Let's go.
Amy, welcome. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. And I would just love for you to introduce yourself and like, how did you get to be doing all of these things? It's incredible. Well, first, thanks for having Michelle. It's kind of, um, you know, things just happen down the road. They really do. And I think we all find our purpose in life. And so it just kind of all came into a head. My business is called The Nutrition Coach Pharmacist. And I started teaching fitness classes back in the day of Jane Fonda. (laughs) Amazing. Big hair, hair, leotards, all that kind of of stuff. And I started teaching at the University of Toledo, um, going to pharmacy school. And it was a great way to, I guess, make money. It was better than my job at uh, the library, which I absolutely hated. So I was teaching fitness classes all through pharmacy school, became a pharmacist. And that started a kind of issue for me with teaching was always trying to outwork out a bad diet. But let's say in the 80s, we didn't know better. It was low fat. It was snack wells. All the things that we now know better. We all, we, I mean, we look back and just cringe, but we didn't know any better. That was what we were being told was that low fat was what was important. And I became what's called an exercise addict. I blew my back out when I was 29, had to have back surgery. Wasn't fun, but you think I would learn my lesson and I didn't. I still would work out all the time. I would still teach all the time. And I started diving in more into holistic things, whether it be supplements or be nutrition, because as a pharmacist and a fitness professional, Those are a lot of the questions that I get. What kind of supplements? What kind of diet should I be doing? And I am very, very adamant on scope of practice, meaning that I, if I'm going to dole out information, I need to have something behind me. I need to have information behind me and certifications. So I started doing a lot of certifications, but they were all with this, the time it was early nineties and then two thousands. And it was just whatever wave we were with nutrition at the time, what we knew. I think we've come a long way in the last 10 years with nutrition. We really have learning the science, learning the biology, learning what happens with our body has been huge. And that all came kind of crashing down with me perimenopause because everything I was doing before stopped working. And I think we all feel that way. What, what, what? You you just look in the mirror and say, I don't recognize this person. I don't recognize the person that wakes up in the morning. And why am I feeling this way? And is it menopause? Is it something else? And I'm not the type of person just to throw my hands up in the air and say, okay, this is it. This is what it is. I was not willing to be my mom's generation. And I was going to fight tooth and nail. It's not that I wanted to be skinny because I always say chasing skinny is not where it's at. I wanted to feel good again. I wanted to feel me and started diving into more nutrition, saw some friends who were doing a program that was called Fast Way to Fat Loss. And I'm like, wait, they look good, but they also feel good. And the one thing that was missing through all my other certifications was the science part was what are we doing to our bodies? And At the same time in my nursing homes, I'm seeing younger and younger people coming in. And I'm a board certified geriatric pharmacist means I'm supposed to be dealing with 
elderly, but actually geriatrics, but believe it or not, geriatrics is like 55, 60 and over. But I'm like, no, it's not. We need to have a different word, maybe older adults. Um, but seeing those age groups coming into my homes and seeing that it was lifestyle diseases that was causing it, it was like the aha moments. Like, okay, not only is it perimenopause, menopause, it's also a bigger picture of we have got to do something about how we are treating our bodies, how we're fueling our bodies, and how we are actually causing disease states instead of preventing disease states. And so it all kind of just came crashing together with the fitness, with the nutrition, with the pharmacy. And I'm like, you know what? I know I can help people. I learned to help myself and with coaching and learning the science. And I know there's other people out there who are probably overworking out and under eating and those with less menopause and maybe somebody with getting prediabetes that I'm like, okay, this is my calling. And that's how came the nutrition coach pharmacist. That's amazing. I have so many things to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have like the exact same message, which I love. I just think we need so many of us out there spreading this word that, you know, nutrition is changing what you did before you're right. It's not working. You're not wrong. You're not like not doing it right. It's that it doesn't work anymore through perimenopause, menopause. You know, my message all year has kind of been about hormones and perimenopause and menopause. And just a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I love talking about that. I love talking to those people, but I feel so much more passionate about can we just think about 25 years out, you guys? Like, how do we want to feel in 25 years? Like, let's just sim simplify this. Like, don't even worry about hormones and this is happening and this is happening. Just ask yourself the question, in 25 years, what does my future self want to look like? Do I want to be like crippled in a chair getting knee replacements? Or do I want to be out in my yard running with hopefully grandchildren? And I just like had this, and I've been in this industry for a decade, but I had this aha moment. Like I've been making this too complicated. This is yeah. really the question we need to be asking ourselves and then act accordingly and make those changes that we need to make as we transition through the forties, fifties, sixties and beyond. So I just, I just love everything that you're saying. I love everything. I totally agree. Cause I always, you know, and some, some, what you say, I say, you need to be looking in the mirror to your future self. What is your future self telling you today? Is it saying you're doing all the right things? Thank you so much for taking care of me. Or is it saying, girl, get your stuff together because all you're doing is worrying about being skinny. And that is setting you up for osteoporosis, osteopenia, sarcopenia, which is muscle wasting. And we need to start training for our second chapter. Because we, we don't want to end up in a nursing home. That's the last place you want to be. So if we start training now and so that it's getting those belief systems out of our head that we have been taught for so long, whether it was you need to be skinny to be happy or you have to exercise more, eat less. There's so many myths. There's so many belief systems that we now need to reprogram. Totally. So let's kind of dig into that. So a woman is waking up and she, let's say she's 46 and she's had that moment that both you and I have had. We look in the mm -hmm. mirror and we're like, what the actual is going on? 
what does she need to start changing? Like what, sometimes I think that's where they get confused. What did I do that worked that isn't going to work now? And why do you have maybe like three or four things that people could really, women could really kind of dial into? One, don't go back to what you thought worked in the first place. Because what we thought fad diets, losing weight quickly, set us up to where we are now. And it's because we lost muscle mass and it slowed down our metabolism. We kind of did it to ourselves. So number one, don't look back to say, well, this worked. It should work again. It's gone. Done. Been there. Done that. Let's look at the new. So the new is we have to embrace muscle. We have to embrace learning how to eat. So I'm going to say the, the big things there's learning how to eat and also learning how to strength train so that we are actually not only keeping our muscle mass, which is so important, but actually adding to it. And then the third, quit thinking that we're in Amazon prime time is our body is not going to show up in two days. It's, it's not, it's, this is a journey. This is for the rest of your life. And if we start thinking in terms of health, we start thinking in terms of strength, we start thinking in terms of 1% better every day instead of 10 days or a 21-day program or six weeks or whatever. If we start thinking in long-term, that helps us so much. It takes some of the pressure off and it's also looking at things that are going to be slow and not so quick. So I would say first, fueling our body, second, strength train, and third, have patience. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I mean, I'm kind of backtracking here back to the hormones, but because I'm a hormone specialist, I do kind of understand how long it actually takes Mm -hmm. to recalibrate what we have ruined. And sometimes the, our brains think, well, I didn't ruin anything. I got really skinny back when I was 40, which I did. I mean, I was so small and so unhealthy. I now know, um, I now understand how unhealthy I was and it is, it took years, like years to balance out my body to the point that I am now that now I can really, I feel the energy and I feel the strength and I feel that all coming back, but it took a like extremely long time. And so I love that you said patience because it's extremely critical that women get their head wrapped around that. What we don't think about is you go to your doctor's office and you get a diagnosis, whether it's hypertension, high blood pressure, prediabetes, diabetes, something that is considered lifestyle. And it's not that you just got that disease or you just got that diagnosis. It's been going on for years, years, and things just build up. One of the biggest things I get so upset about sometimes with practitioners is they're like, oh, well, you're kind of on the edge of high blood pressure, prediabetes, whatever. Let's just watch this and see what happens. Okay. No, that's your body saying, hey, wake up call time to start doing something now. It means you're on that path. You're on that direction. It's going to happen. So if we can start listening to our bodies and realizing that things do take time. It took this much time to get here. It's going to take a lot more time to reverse and be okay with that. And I know some of that we just don't want to be okay with that sometimes because we, we put everything into, Oh, well, you know, new year's Eve, I want to be in that, that black dress or, 
I have a wedding coming up and I want to make sure I can look good or a high school reunion. And instead, if we're focusing on, hey, I got my prediabetes under control. Hey, what what I'm doing is actually optimizing my hormones and my thyroid and my hot flashes have decreased so much. And now I'm sleeping and my cortisol levels are finally not so elevated because of all the stress and stress I was putting on my body. How amazing is that? But we don't think about the internal so much. We always think about the external. Yeah, I agree. I think women, uh, I don't know how to explain to them how to slow down and actually really feel how they're feeling because I can feel the energy. I can feel how different Mm. I feel today than I did say four years ago. Like it is a crazy difference. And I wish I could articulate how I got into understanding like slowing down and actually asking myself those questions. Do you have any tips for that? Because I think it's a real thing because what you said, everybody's just looking on the outside and the friggin' scale, like stop, like, I don't know, go on the scale if you need it for information, but you have to stop living your life by this stupid number and people get so fixated on it. Absolutely. I had an aha moment and one, the scale, we have to realize that just measures gravity. And if you lose weight quickly, what it really is measuring for the most part is how much muscle you're losing. And that's Mm -hmm. your metabolism. My aha moment was actually looking at science because once again, I'm a pharmacist, science. And I would teach 15 plus classes a week and I would work out extra because we're always told as instructors, that's not your time to work out. That's not your workout. That's everybody else's workout. The problem is, is that when you're under fueling and over exercising, well, let's talk about hormones. Ghrelin, leptin go out of whack. And those are hormones that help with digestion. Those are help, hormones that help with satiety. Those are hormones that tell your body that you're full. And my aha moment was, okay, if I am under eating and overworking out, those hormones are telling my body, hey, yeah. we need to hold on to some fat. And the things that I thought I was doing, because we're always told to eat less, work out more, that would work. No wonder things weren't working because my body was in a state of, I would almost say starvation mode that it's saying, no, we're going to hold on to the body fat. It's not going anywhere. And in fact, we're going to hold on to it so tightly, we're going to make it grow even more. And when I think we can start thinking about science and fact and women, we got to take away the emotions sometimes because everything that we do is emotional. I look in the mirror. I look bigger. I'm not going to eat today. I went to a party. Oh my gosh, I'm a failure because I went straight for the worst, the worst thing on the table. I need to go run extra tomorrow or do more burpees. And we let that emotional part get the best of us when we're like, okay, how about if we go with the scientific part? And figure out why we need to eat, why we need to eat for what our hormones need, for what our chemical reactions in our body needs, and what we need to build muscle and burn fat instead of the latest fat, the latest latest fad, the latest craze, the latest diet food. Mm -hmm. And think about 
like we said, future self, think about our future self and how are we setting ourselves up for the future? If we can start looking at it as almost taking a step back and taking a deep breath, that's my biggest thing is with my clients, take a deep breath because we're not thinking we're feeling and it's that emotional bottle just almost going to explode. And then when you start thinking in it rationally and thinking about, okay, these are the steps I need to take. This is what I need to heal my body. Then we can start getting on a better path. And I would say a better path to healing ourselves. Yeah, I agree. I mean, honestly, it's not that complicated. We, if we stop and breathe and think, we understand that broccoli is going to be a better choice than French fries. Like we all know this. And um, I totally agree with learning the science. I mean, I was not, I wanted nothing to do with that kind of information for years. And then I went back to school and the science was what finally changed my whole mindset. Like it's what helped me with emotional eating. It's what helped me with healing completely because I learned the science and I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. It was life-changing. And I mean, I know not everyone listening is going to go back to school or go through to be a pharmacist, but there's so much information out there now. You can pick up a great nutrition book at the bookstore and learn enough that it'll, that'll really tweak you or get onto our Instagram pages. We both share amazing things. Like there's tons of things out there to really help you, uh, learn a little bit about the science. And that for me too, it was the game changer in everything. I, I think that we don't give ourselves enough credit and yes, we're, you're smart. Yeah. Anybody listening to this, you are smart. You're listening to this podcast. You are smart. And it's just understanding that, hey, the things that we've done in the past are not serving us and we need to change. We need to change that thought process. And when you start looking at the science and it doesn't have to be on a PhD level, I do a, I do a hormone talk in week three with, with my clients. And it's a lot of times that's the aha moment for them too, or or if someone says, Hey, I am addicted to sugar. I am binging all the time. Well, I can go right back there and say, okay, what are you doing during the week? What are you eating? Oh, well, I I'm really good Monday through Wednesday or Monday through Thursday. And I just can't control myself on the weekends. I'm like, well, cause you're under eating. And the science is that you're taking your blood sugar and your body's saying, Hey, feed me you're setting yourself up for that sugar addiction and that binge. So when you start thinking about science and I can explain blood sugar stabilization and why you need to eat and keep your blood sugar stable. And they're like, Oh, I never thought about that. I have taken so many people who said they're sugar addicts who are no longer addicted to sugar because understanding what happens with certain foods, how you are fueling your body. If you're with ultra processed foods, or I'm going to say quote unquote, healthy foods, And it's amazing what happens when they put two and two together and say, wow, I'm not a sugar addict. It was just what I thought I was doing right. And that's the one I tell people is that you're not wrong. You just don't know. And you, you are told so many things from multimedia. You're told so many things from Huffington Post, Buzzfeed, Instagram. There's so many things out there and it gets so confusing. It's almost analysis paralysis that you don't know what to believe. And it's, it's sometimes it's just going back to the basics. Yeah. 
I totally agree. I mean, one of my biggest changes, I never thought I would be able to not have a snack at night. Like I, it was like my favorite time of the whole day. I looked forward to it and, and it wasn't that it was bad. It was actually healthy, but I was not hungry. It was just a habit. And when I started understanding what was happening when I was eating something at eight o'clock at night with my blood sugar and what was happening during the night and what, why that would affect me the next day. It was like, okay, of course I don't need that. And this is from a woman that truly fought that tooth and nail. Like I heard from people, dinner and done, don't anything, eat anything, close the kitchen. And I was like, no, I am not doing that. I love this. This is, this is healthy food. But once I understood the science behind it, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, this makes sense. I, and, and I've never had it since, like literally. And I feel like it's just so important that we start educating ourselves. And that means educating yourself, like going to a place where you trust, buying a book that you've been recommended by someone that you trust on Instagram, like really dialing in to some good information that you can really trust and learn from. And I'm going to say, you know, here, here are some, you know, like, how do I know? How do I know? Here are some signs and symptoms. One, you're not sleeping. Two, you're hungry all the time. Three, you are wanting sugar 24 seven Four, 2 PM comes around and you are crashing, crashing. So those are things to think about, or maybe you're going through a workout and you just can't get through the workout. Mm -hmm. Your body is telling you something's up that you need to do something differently. We just have to start being in tune with our body and listening and not think, that just because X, Y, Z is going on in our lives, stress or justification, we justify a lot of times that we don't feel well because, oh, my job is just so stressful or, or something's going on at home. And it's really our body saying, listen, you're not feeling your body right. You're not eating right. And if we start listening to those little kind of cues, we could do a lot of preventative and we could feel so much better. And I think that's where it needs to come down to is that it's how you feel. If you don't feel good and you are skinny and you're not able to do what you want to do, that's just, to me, that's not living. That's, that's just not where I want to be. And I don't think you want to be. Exactly. I, that nap in the afternoon, my husband just pointed this out to me. I used to be notorious for if we got in the car, I would just fall asleep. Like I would just be asleep. And the other day we were coming home and he's like, you never, you never sleep in the car anymore. Like you used to just like immediately you would get in there and fall asleep. And I, and I really truthfully hadn't thought about it. Like this scenario hadn't been something that I thought of. But I was like, yeah, you know, there would be times that I would work from home. And I remember glorifying the fact that, oh, I work from home so I can have an afternoon nap. And now I'm like, I would never even dream of like, I don't need it. It's never Mm -hmm. an option. It's never a thought. But it's because I've balanced out my blood sugar. I have figured out my nutrition. I'm treating my body properly. Like, these are things that are going to start happening when you really start rebalancing your body, which I think is amazing. 
This show is sponsored by the Body Fitness app, voted the number one health, fitness, and wellness app by CNN Uncensored. The Body Streaming app is more fantastic than ever. I've used it since it was created in 2016, and it's helped me stay accountable to my health and fitness, have convenient workouts from home, and I've learned how to eat properly without dieting. For a limited time, you can get a two-year membership for the price of one. If you're interested, the link is in the show notes, and if you'd like to chat, make sure you email me at hello at michellefile.com. Now, I want to like change the subject a little bit because one of the things that you talk about is Ozempic for weight loss. And I've actually never had anyone on the show to talk about that. One reason I'm in Canada, so I don't think it's as it's here for sure, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's as readily, like, I'm sure it's coming. I feel like things happen in the U S and then it slowly comes here, but because you do talk about this, I would love to open up this conversation a bit. I am going to be transparent. I know nothing about this. I, I It's not something that I have any information about, but I'm starting to hear that word more and more. And I, even just for selfish reasons, would love to hear, I feel like I trust you already. So I would just love to hear your thoughts on it. So if you haven't heard what Ozempic is or Wagovi or Monjero, they are what's called a GLP-1, which is a glucagon-like peptide one. It is a huge breakthrough in science. So I'm going to tell you, if you are on this, I am not coming after you. That's, I mean, that's, that's the last yeah. thing. It yeah. has its purpose. And I'm going to tell you, if you're using it, what you need to do. And if you're thinking about it, things to think about. And if you're totally against it, okay, that's fine too. How this works is that there is it's a hormone that's in your gut, GLP-1. And what we know for sure is that it helps with making you feel full is a big one. It helps with insulin um, sensitivity also. Those are the two big things. However, it does come with a lot of side effects. And some of the side effects is something called gastroparesis. And it can be small or large, meaning that It's a shutdown of your GI uh, system. So if you are not hungry, it's slowing down your GI system, which is kind of okay, but kind of not. If it's a total shutdown, that's where you're hearing of the issues with a lot of nausea, a lot of vomiting. We've had some deaths occurred to it and you must be careful because of that. Here are some things that we're not thinking about that I'm afraid in five years of what we're going to see. One way that we get rid of toxins is that it moves through our GI systems, our GI systems, and we get through terminology, poop it out. That's what we do. (laughs) Right. But if it's slowing down and those toxins are staying in your system, we may start seeing an increase in colon cancer. It's very possible. The other thing that it does is because it slows down your digestion so much is that you're not hungry. And I know every female on this is going, yes, that is what I need because I'm hungry all the time. Well, if you remember what we were just talking about, we're hungry all the time because we're not fueling our body with the right things or or the right amount of things. What happens when you don't fuel your body is yes, you will lose weight. Weight, people, weight. Weight does not equal fat. 
unfortunately, what we are seeing now in people who are getting body scans is that we're seeing an increase in losing of muscle tissue and an increase of keeping body fat. So what will that do in five years? I'm, I kind of coined a term called old lady syndrome. And that means osteopenia, osteoporosis, sarcopenia. What I'm afraid is we're going to start seeing 35 to 55 to 60 year olds with osteoporosis, with muscle wasting, with diseases of muscle wasting, of what's called frailty. In the geriatric population, we're always looking at how frail somebody is. And if you think about looking at somebody who is older and then maybe they're hunched over, maybe they're shuffling, maybe they can barely get up out of a chair. That's frailty. That's something that you don't want. But it also has a purpose because there are people who have tried everything and something's not working. And so they are using it for that. If you are on these products, you absolutely must be working with somebody. I'm adamant about that because you need to eat. And I know they're like, but, but, but that's what got me here in the first place. You need to eat. You need to eat nutrition, meaning that you can't have the latest diet food. You need protein and you need to be having a exercise program that you are keeping your muscle mass. Those are crucial because skinny does not equal health. And What these medications were for, were for those with diabetes, heart conditions, who have tried mostly everything and nothing is working, and they're using that to help with those conditions. In the United States, it's now, whether you have 20, 25, 30 pounds to lose, even 5, 10 pounds to lose, that we are now using that as a weight loss tool. And in the United States, Weight Watchers went with having Ozempic. Everybody, I don't know if you've seen, but Oprah is now saying that she's using oh, it God. and she's part well, of the way. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw Oprah and I was like, what the hell? So yeah. I and, went and, like on a rampage on her page and I'm like, oh, Michelle, you're such an idiot. You know what she's doing. <laughs> well, and, and I get, you know, Oprah has been somebody who's very vocal about her weight up and down. And she's like, well, hey, I finally got this thing. And and, and I, and I get the psyche part of it. I, I honestly do because of being a, being a female who's gone up and down in her weight for years yeah. too, who is, who is on my low body is on the bigger side. Um, yeah. It's very, it's very tempting to want to get to that what we think is healthy, what we think is happiness is that ultimate skinny. Very tempting. So Weight Watchers have done it. Noom has done it now. And then Medifast, which is also part of the Octavia program, has also went with the medication part. Because eating for health, working out for health is not sexy. And it's not fast. And that is one of the reasons why I have issues is because we're so caught up in the fast. We're so caught up in the now that we don't care of our future self. We think this is going to cause happiness. We think this is going to solve everything. Well, it's a medication for the most part that you will have to be on the rest of your life. Because once you go off, some of the weight will come back. 
And I was talking with somebody several weeks ago and she has a client who is on Ozempic, has lost over 30 pounds. And before you say, oh my God, it's amazing. She's on the couch and can't get up. She can't live life because she's exhausted. She has no energy and she has no appetite. Here's the caveat. She doesn't want to go off the medication because she's so scared about gaining the weight back. So now we're also looking at a psychological addiction. Wow. And we don't think about what happens in the future. We're like, oh, I can get skinny now. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But you're, in five years, your body's going to care. In five years, you're going to care. And that's why if you're going to go on it, you've got to do protein. You've got to work with someone to make sure that you're eating enough and you've got to lift weights. And if you're thinking about it, know all the things. I always say, if you're thinking about it, let's try Let's try one more nutrition program. Let's try focusing on healing within. Not a diet, nutrition. Let's focus on building muscle. Not cardio for hours. Let's focus on building muscle. It's going to be slow. Let's see what happens. If that doesn't work, okay. Let's try the medication and see where that goes. But no, there's always side effects, no matter what medication it is, no matter if it says it's natural, no matter if it says it's from a supplement that is all natural, there is always going to be side effects. And you have to be prepared to be one of those people who gets those side effects. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know, so Debbie Downer, right? Debbie Downer. Oh, no. You no, you're not. Yeah. You're, that is such good information. I mean, I'm glad to have someone like you who's open to kind of sharing both sides of it. You weren't, you know, you were just very fair on all the reasons why, all the reasons why not. I just think it's so sad that women think life is going to be so much better, skinnier. I can tell you, I was a lot skinnier 10 years ago and I was not happier. Life was not better. I'm pr I promise you life was not any better. It wasn't, it wasn't, I am so much healthier, happier. I don't mind eating a cookie now. <laughs> like before I was, I can remember holiday weekends measuring coleslaw for goodness sake. Like it wasn't fun at all. And I just think it's so sad that we're all so fixated on this number or this size and we think it's going to solve everything. And I can tell you from a person that lost her dad to stage four cancer, that's my whole thing now. Like I would never do any, I am so scared of cancer. Like I'm probably going to get it because I think about it too much because I'm so scared of it, but I would never do anything that would ever make me think that I was putting myself into a position to have health issues in the future, especially yeah. just to be skinny. Come on. We don't think about that. That's the thing that we don't think about. We don't think about the future. We're thinking about now. We're thinking about, I've tried everything and I get, I to, believe me, I totally get yeah. the frustration, the just don't know what to do and looking in the mirror, not recognizing yourself or trying to zip up something and it's just not working mm -hmm. and you feel like you've done everything. The thing is, a lot of things that we have done have been the quick fixes that, and we've lost our muscle mass and building muscle. Unfortunately, takes a lot of time. It does. It doesn't happen overnight. It It's very, very slow, but I do know if you're going to be on these products, 
your body needs amino acids. Your body needs vitamins and minerals. And if you're not giving your body those things, it's going to take the amino acids from your muscle. It's going to take the, the minerals from your bones. And science, it all comes back to science because our body is one big science experiment. Our body's one big chemical reaction. What we fuel it helps the hormones. It builds the hormones. It builds the muscles. It helps our neurotransmitters. It helps our psyche. And if we take that nutrition away, our body's going to figure out how to survive and it's going to use what it has inside. And we don't, I don't think anybody goes in that realm and thinks about the possible negative outcomes. We want the dream. We buy the supplement for the dream. We buy the workout program that we see at the infomercial for the dream and wanting that feeling so bad that we're willing to almost do anything for it. And it's one of those things, it's our emotion, right? We're doing it out of emotion and maybe stepping back a second and saying, okay, am I willing to have these possible side effects to get here? Mm -hmm. And being honest with yourself because nobody's immune to the side effects. Nobody is. Yeah. And, and I, and I, like I said, I don't want to be Debbie Downer, um, but just have, be that educational person, have the education that you have looked at all sides, pros and cons. Yeah. No, you're not Debbie Downer. Don't think that at all. I think this is so informative and I just love how you keep repeating. No one thinks about the future. I actually did a reel on Sunday, this exact thing. And it was like, I, I want you to think about something like what's going to happen in 25 years. We, we never say, we never ask ourselves that question because my daughter is 12 and she actually said a gut punch. She gave me a gut punch. She was just talking and she's like, mom, if alcohol is poison, why do you sometimes drink it? And I, I hardly drink, but I'll have a glass of wine here and mm -hmm. there. And I was like, God, you're right. Like we're such idiots. So why do we drink the, or why do we eat the sugar? Why do we do this? Why do we do this when we, when we know it's not best for us? Well, so I did a whole post about this and I immediately, no kidding, Amy lost like 35 followers. Which I lose followers good. every time I do something like I that. Know. I'm like, I know. Like, well, I'm like, you're good. not my people. You're not my people from a business perspective. I'm like, goodbye. But it's like, Oh, we just don't want to hear the truth. No one no. wants to hear the truth. You never think it's going to happen to you. And I guess because I've had a situation come up in my life that my dad is not here because of health, because of his choices. Like there's just no way he had lung cancer. Sorry, but it was because of your choices. Mine did too. And I, my, mine died of stage four also with lung cancer. Yeah. And, and I mean, I hate saying that about him because he was literally my favorite human on mm -hmm. the planet and now in heaven. Like I hate saying that, but how I ended my post was like, I know I'm triggering you. I know there's people that are unfollowing and they're so triggered, but let me tell you, I wish I could trigger my dad right now. Like mm -hmm. I wish he was still here so I could piss him off so much over and over again, that maybe he would have made some different choices. And I just think it's so important that we're here sharing this pretty boldly and not 
backing down to, oh, just don't eat then and you'll lose the 10 pounds by New Year's Eve and you'll be fine. We have to be louder. Well, and it, you know, to get on the Instagram soapbox is like, don't follow me if you want these quick tips that you're going to lose 10 pounds in 10 days. That's what I'm not doing. I'm all for education. And if you are following people that's like, oh, you know, take this shake or I lost this much by whatever. They're once again, they're trying to get to your emotions and they're, they're having you buy the dream Mm -hmm. so that you can Add to the $3 billion industry that the diet industry supplement industry is $3 billion. And that's the United States. I don't know what is in Canada, but in, mm-hmm. in the United States, it's $3 billion. I, I know. And that's why I always get with some people I talk to. It's you're looking at Instagram like, oh, well, this program, something shiny and new. Oh, this one just came out, something is shiny and new. And with my clients, it's all about taking it back to the basics. It's learning about macronutrients, which is protein, fat, and carbohydrates is learning about what, how much your body needs. And it's learning to build muscle. Guess what? That's not shiny, sexy. No. <laughs> OMG. It's actually, I call it, you know, embracing the suck, embracing the boredom because mm-hmm. it's going back to the basics and we got to get out of the programming that, you can lose weight in 10 days. Well, okay. Yeah, you can, but I'm going to ask you, did you keep it off? Did it come back and it brought friends along to the party? And how many times did you do that over and over again? Or my favorite is it doesn't work anymore. Well, of course it's not working because all those quick fixes are losing muscle mass. You're, you're losing your metabolism. So no wonder we have thyroid issues in our forties and fifties. No wonder we are having a horrible time with menopause because of all the things that we've done up until this point. And then we can start fueling our body with real food again, and we can start building muscle again. I'll tell you my hot flashes. Oh, were horrible, horrible. I have never experienced anything like that. And of course now all my friends are like, you feel this internal heat, it blows up and I thought this is just the way it is. I'm gonna have to deal with this, carry a fan around all the time. I didn't realize that one is my cortisol levels. I really noticed it every time that I would eat processed foods or sugar. And when I started looking at my nutrition and looking at how much I was working out, which was sending my cortisol levels up the just way off the charts. When that started getting balanced or optimized, because I, I always hate, you can't really balance your hormones, but you can optimize yeah. your hormones. Yeah. And when that started happening and those hot flashes come down and you don't have them, quality of life is amazing without hot flashes every 15 minutes. <laughs> it is. It definitely Sleep is. is amazing when you're not waking it's up to hot flashes. Sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and, know. And, yeah. And we just don't wild. think about that. Yeah. We don't think about those things. We just want shiny. We want, Oh, let me do this. Let me do this. Mm -hmm. And, and embrace the boredom, embrace the boredom and think about the long haul, the journey. And Mm -hmm. you'll be so, I always say, you'll be so happy you did. In the long run, you really will be (laughs) when you're, yeah. When you're thriving at 65 and 75, and it doesn't matter how old you are listening to this 35, 45, like, Think about this stuff now. It is just extremely important. 
Anyways, I kind of think we could probably talk for another two hours, Amy. This is part two. I know it's amazing. Um, Tell everybody where they can find you, how they can um, like connect with you so they can uh, reach out to you. I'm sure they're going to want to chat. Absolutely. So if I would love to give your listeners, I call it the five day fat loss blueprint and you can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at the nutrition coach pharmacist on Instagram and just send me a message that says total alignment because oh, yeah. And yeah. I will send you that fat loss blueprint. I'm always going to give you two recipes. I only give my clients and one of them is a very simple, easy chili recipe that is pretty much what Dave Thomas used for Wendy's tastes just like it, but it's healthy and it's Ooh. good for you. So Sounds yeah, delicious. see me on the nutrition coach pharmacist. And you can also see me on my website, amykwilson.com. That is amazing. Thank you so much. I feel like you might need to come back and we'll, we'll tackle a couple other of your oh. subjects because this is so good. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Yes. I appreciate you spending some time with us and really giving us some information that we haven't heard about on the show before. So thank you very much for that. Thank you, Michelle. All right. I know you guys loved that one. It was powerful. I hope you are walking away with some value and inspiration and things you can actually start implementing into your own life. As always, I appreciate you guys so much and I'd really love it if you would subscribe to the show and also leave a review. Five star would be awesome. No, honestly, I just appreciate hearing what you take away from the show and how it's helping you. Make sure you're following me over on Instagram at it's Michelle File and Michelle Moore File on Facebook. I love when you guys send me messages. You tag me in your stories. It's just so fun to see that some of you are really getting some really great information from these shows and these incredible guests that I'm having on. I hope you have an awesome week and we'll see you next Wednesday.